I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Broad Experience, the show about women, the workplace, and success. I'm Ashley Milne-Tite. In this mini-show, we're talking about parental leave, or really navigating any extended leave. A really big challenge around, you know, leave and flexibility is that people who aren't going out on leave feel very overburdened when work is just dumped on their plate. And that's another place where resentment can build up. That's Rahel Ellison. She was one of the guests on my last show about delegation. When I interviewed her, she told me delegation is key to a successful leave, but more than that, a successful re-entry. We got onto this topic while we were still mulling over delegation. She told me her female clients have a hard time handing off work. It's so much easier for them to just take on more work time and to work themselves, you know, to burnout, then giving something away, then thinking about how could I structure this differently, right? And I think that a lot of, you know, when we think about why flexibility is hard, you know, often for companies to implement. And when we think about the challenges around leave, parental leave, or any kind of family leave, and what's challenging about that, a lot of it is about how do you change the workflow and delegate, right? And we're not set up to do that. Like, we don't know those skills. That is so true. After last week's show, I heard from a friend of mine, and she really crystallized something for me about this whole delegation thing. She said, look, I am terrible at delegating. I admit it. I'd love to be better. But she said delegating requires being organized in the first place. You have to strategize and think things through. And some people are just better at that than others. Rahel says for companies who've never even thought about leave before, ramping up means putting in some time. She tells the story of a tech startup in Pennsylvania. The CEO had never had a pregnant employee before or the spouse of a pregnant employee who wanted to go on leave. You know, he had a young workforce. When his first employee went, the CEO, when his first employee got pregnant and got ready to go out on leave, they spent 50 hours with her breaking down the different tasks that she had and thinking about how could we hand things off. Right. And what what are the what's the process we're going to use when we need to when not just you, but anybody has to leave the office for any period of time for whatever reason. I spoke to a dad at that company, you know, who when he had to go on leave, when he needed flexibility, like there was a very clear process for here's how you hand your work off. And often that's just not explained it's not detailed no one knows what to do and if you're not explicit about it the delegation's not going to work well yeah talk about this work you're doing around parental leave and how you think delegation or lack thereof plays into a difficult transition yeah so you know I've been coaching and consulting around parental leave now for quite some time and I'm working with a center called the Center for Parental Leave Leadership and one of the things that 
that I've noticed um, in working with folks is that the enemy of success in this in the process of leave and the transition to out for leave we think about the three phases of leave right preparing for leave going out on leave and returning from leave and and the ambiguity that often without outlining you know what the expectations are explicitly for how work is going to be handed off and how it's going to be picked up what the communication timeline should be you know how and when should people be expected to respond to communication from the office there will be automatic resentment and confusion and conflict between between managers and employees between team members it happens every time particularly on the return she says women often come back from leave to find some nasty surprises so I've had people who are partners in professional services firms who've lost clients. The clients just nobody ever planned for it to come back to her. So she didn't have that client anymore. You know, there are just so many ways in which things are not spelled out. And it's not according to, you know, it's not spelled out according to the employee's wishes. It's not spelled out according to the manager's wishes. Nobody's talked about this. And so then when they come back, it falls apart and there's resentment. So one of the things I'll say before I talk about kind of the tools that we use, I think that this, one of the reasons why parental leave is an important transitional moment, it's one that comes up a lot in workplaces. It's an opportunity for managers to learn skills about how to support someone personally and professionally in the workplace. It's an opportunity for employees and managers to learn about how to create more transparent and clear communication around work reorganization and 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 delegation, right? And it's, you know, it can transform the way people work going forward. Maybe you're listening to this in the UK or Canada or Sweden or somewhere else where women get a year's worth of leave or more. I'd be so curious to know if this stuff resonates with you or if it's completely alien. Because in the workaholic US, you're lucky if you get four months off after you have a baby. So maybe in other countries, they just do leave better. Maybe none of these problems exist in countries where leave is a bigger part of the culture. Rahel says she and her colleagues at the Center for Parental Leave Leadership use this tool called the Next Step Action Plan. She says it lets people think clearly and specifically about what projects they have on their plate, what tasks are involved, who's going to be affected by the handoff, who's going to take on responsibility when that person is gone. She says there's also a communication plan. You know, will you be in contact while you're away? If so, how often? There are contingency plans, right? What if some? What if you have to go out on leave earlier? What if there are unexpected changes that are required? How can you plan for those? And then when you come back, how exactly are each of those projects you outlined before going on leave going to be transitioned back, back to you in a very specific way, right? How do you kind of make sure that not only are you clear on what you want, your manager is clear, your team members are clear, right? And it also gives the person, um, the employee who's delegating the work, an opportunity to, you know, be be aware and be conscious of who's taking that work over and how to reward them and thank them for for stepping in when they needed them to, which is a really big challenge around, 
you know, leave and flexibility is that people who aren't going out on leave feel very overburdened when work is just dumped on their plate. And that's another place where resentment can build up. So this is about intentionality. It's about thinking through delegation in a way that's proactive and productive as opposed to, you know, an afterthought. She says the best way for people to plan their leave is to plan their return. They feel prepared. I think the overwhelm of thinking about how to suddenly combine work and life in a different way can kind of cloud their thinking about some of these practical pieces that they need to be considering. And of course, it helps a lot when you and your company are working in tandem to plan this leave, so everyone knows what to expect. Too often I've heard from clients before using this tool and before, you know, planning in this way, like I'm not sure what it's going to be like when I come back, what are they going to expect from me, what are they not, lots of, you know, what are they going to say about me. So many different questions that aren't just about the work itself, but but the expectations of their performance and, and the judgments that they're kind of assuming are going to come. This process of planning seems to kind of wipe all that out because it's all documented and it's all on paper. It's all something that has been reviewed collectively by all of the stakeholders. So it's it takes additional time to put in. But once the process is in place, then the emotional pieces and the baggage that we carry with us become secondary, can be sort of minimized. You can find out more at cplleadership.com. I'll also put a link on the website. And if you've had an experience around leave you'd like to share, go ahead and post a comment under this episode at thebroadexperience.com or on the show's Facebook page. I'm Ashley Miltite. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.